Conversations with Dog. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Dog. My name is Susie Gatti and I am your host. And um, this is the beginning of Senior Dog Awareness Month. And so there will be some topics that are maybe not the easiest to deal with for most of us, um, but also something that might be nice to have a little bit of information about so that you can prepare yourself for certain changes in the life, in your dog's life that um, are more on the uncomfortable side for all of us. So um, I want to give you some tools and talk about some of those things as they are showing up. And we're starting the series off with probably the most uncomfortable uh, of all of those topics, which is, you know, can you prepare and how do you prepare for the the space of your dog basically leaving this planet? So what can you do about all of that? All right, well, um, I guess we're just kind of diving in here. So um, let's just start out with a couple of things in general. So Everything you have decided about what will happen once your dog leaves the planet, once your dog is dead, with you, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Times the gods are in. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So everywhere you have already decided that it's going to be devastating and that you are going to be distraught and everything basically you have already laid out about how it is going to be for you trying to uncreate all that. Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Now, one thing to be aware of with all of that, especially in a time like that, is that we as people have this capacity to perceive everything that is going on around us psychically. So, when we are facing a situation that a lot of people have experienced, like the death of a pet, we immediately tune into all of those people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and we perceive them, and then we think that they are ours, and that we also have to act and be like that in order to be normal. So when you are perceiving that and when you are doing that, sometimes it may not even be exactly how you feel about it. So everything that is, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Everywhere that you can't have your own reality with all of that, will you please destroy and uncreate that? Times a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. If you are listening for the first time and you're going, what, what is all this stuff she's talking about? Um, the stuff that I'm doing is an energetic clearing from the work of accessconsciousness.com and access consciousness is our tools to basically get anything that it has you blocked out of your life so you can move forward with greater ease and this particular clearing statement is one of these tools that will help you to let go of something that has you stuck and so if you want to know more about that please go to theclearingstatement.com 
And you can find a lot more information or also on my website, susigazi.com. Under the archived radio shows, there is one show on the right-hand side that's about the clearing statement. So, um, and just know that whenever I say that, it actually helps you to just let go of some things that you have holding on to probably for billions of years. So, and you don't have to know when you decided that it was true and it was so just know that the energy, that energetic clearing statement is asking the energy to go back to whenever that point of view was created and destroys and uncreates it right there and then. So you don't have to follow it along the path. It just does that in mere split seconds. So, so a lot of those things about death and dying are things that we have been taught, we've also been observing other people deal with and so we try to fit into that and we try to make it um, work for us but so many of those things really have like rules and regulations almost so for example if you were to be happy and joyful when your pet when your pet is dying um, would that be acceptable uh, most likely not. A lot of people would think either you're insane or you are deferring or you are uh, basically like being um, somebody who is psycho. All of those things. So what if, though, there was another possibility here instead of the one that has been laid out for us? Because the one thing that, that I really learned from the animals is that when they are passing into, when they're leaving their bodies and they are basically passing their body on to um, to dust, more or less, um, they usually don't have a point of view about that as a being. And they usually, whenever the conversation comes up about whether or not they want the people mourning for them they always go like, uh, no, I want them. I want my person to be happy. I want my person to move on. I want my person to have a good time and enjoy life. So the animals that are passing on are never asking us to be sad about them or for them. It's more that they actually want us to celebrate their choice of the transition that they are making. And that was sort of a, a big one for me to realized that what my animals were demanding of me was to celebrate along with them, to not make it a, a terrible event, but to actually make it a celebration of a transformation. And so that's a totally different point of view. Um, and would you be willing to actually have a look at that and and also ask yourself and ask the animals that you are with like how that is for them? So everything that doesn't allow you to perceive, know, be, and receive that, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Time to Godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Now, if you are going to say, well, I don't know if my animal has this point of view and um, I can't do that, please um, just just be willing to follow the energy here and just ask the question, would my animal want me to suffer over its death, or would my animal like me to celebrate the transition with them? And just see which feels lighter, which which makes you smile, which makes you energetically expand. Um, whatever it is that that, that uh, expansion is 
either one of those, that's usually what is true for you in that particular time. So please follow that. And I'm not saying that um, you have to do it my way or you have to do it any which way. I just would like you to have some tools so that you can really choose this reality for yourself. Uh, so that you're not bound by the ideas of what you should be doing when your pet dies, but more like what is it that you would like to do with that and what would your pet like to you to do with that and are you willing to do it the way that your pet wants you to do it? All those are questions that I think um, are something that we don't often ask ourselves and we don't often look at that. We just go into, well... When a pet dies, this is how we react and this is how we feel about that, but we don't really ask a question. So again, everything that brought up and everywhere also where you have already decided what this will look like for you, will you please just join and create that? Time to Godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So um, now that's sort of the piece that I wanted to throw in there because it's an important piece and I really I really, really loudly got that from from my cat that died uh quite a few years ago and um she she really like uh, when she first she she got eaten by a coyote and I really was immediately going into the devastation of all that and the the horribleness of all of that. And a few days later I I looked at it differently and I was like, okay, wait a minute. What was truly going on here? And what I realized was that she had really chosen that. It wasn't something that had happened to her. She had actually made that choice. And for her, it was like she didn't want to become a really old cat. That wasn't working for her. She wasn't interested in that at all. So she was willing to give up her body in the form that it was in and basically leave it behind and and go on to some other adventure. Now, if I had held on after receiving that information, if I held, had held on to my point of view, would I have been able to move on? Probably not. And you know why? Because whenever there is a lie and a truth together, you get stuck with it. So, you know, when if you are still hanging on to a particular animal's death that you had in, in the past and you're still hanging on to that and holding on to that and it still is a dramatic event for you, you may want to ask too, so what part of this was a lie and what part of this was true? There's usually a story that you tell with the death. So what part of that is true and what part of it is a lie? And usually when you sort of even just ask the question, oftentimes it can really unravel all of that and you can start to have a different point of view about it all. So everything that brought up, will you please just join on, create it. Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And in my case, the lie would have been uh, that it was a terrible event and that the cat had been eaten by this terrible coyote and, you know, but... I really didn't even, it didn't even in the beginning cross my mind at all that she might have been choosing that. So that would have been the lie that I would have perpetrated onto myself and suffering today. Because there's these traumatic experiences as we have them, we can hold on to them for a very long time. 
if we are not uh, willing to really have a look at it and go, wait a minute, what's what's really going on here? Why is this sticking me so much? It's been a year. It's been five years. It's been ten years. Why is this still sticking me when I think about it? What's the lie about it that I haven't acknowledged? What's the truth about it that I haven't acknowledged? And just kind of go into that. Now, um, cool. So this is this is just sort of the part about all of this that I would like for you to really be willing to create your own reality around all of this and see how you want to handle the situation. You and your pet, you know, it's you and your pet and how do you want to handle that? And of course, your family too and, you know, whoever else is involved with all of that, you can ask them questions too and can see um, what it is like for them. And, you know, sometimes also we assume that these are terrible things for our children and things like that, and they may not be. You know, the kids often have a much more uh, sober way of looking at that. They'll just go like, yeah, now he's dead. Oh, well, you know. So if your kid has that point of view, and, uh, you know, again, this, it's up to you to um, basically let that one go too and say like, oh, cool, my kid is obviously okay with all of this. You know, a lot of times, again, we try to make things out of something that aren't really there. And so is that your point of view again? If you were if you were to correct your child basically and say, well, wait a minute, you should really have a bit more of a reaction to this, is that your point of view? Or again, is that the idea that society has about death and dying? So everything that brought up, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, okay, cool. So now, um, in terms of your animal, the thing that I um, that I always like to recommend is that if you know that your animal is getting closer to that particular day, um, I recommend that you really take the time to sit with them and and kind of reflect a little bit on your relationship with each other. So what were the fun parts? What were the not-so-fun parts? What are the parts that you're grateful for? Uh, what are the parts that, you know, drove you nuts? Like, just have, like, a little bit of time where you you really are just present with them and with the situation that is going on right now, too. And just kind of really, you can also kind of say, like, hey, you know what, the easiest and and the most fun thing for me would be if you just fell asleep overnight and I wouldn't have to bring you to the bed. Or, you know, you could say, gosh, it would be really great if you could just choose to to um, die via euthanasia and I'll bring you to the vet at a certain day, whenever that day is, and we'll do it that way. What What is it that you would like? How would you like to orchestrate that? If it was... If it was up to you, how would you orchestrate this particular transition? Um, and you can always ask the animal too, what would you like? You know, my my other cat um, that died a couple of years ago, she she did not want to be brought to the vet for euthanasia. That was basically like, uh, no, you know, forget about that. Um, but she had a, a really easy way of transitioning. Um, and so that was, that was actually... It, yeah, so that was easier for her. She desired that, and it was very easy for me to be present and be around that. So it wasn't a horrible experience. And again, this is something 
that you have to really kind of look at and choose for you and your pet. So not just not just your pet, but you together. Like, what is it that would really work for you? So again, so all the, the decisions, judgments, computations, and conclusions that you have about death and dying and what that will be like and what it is, will you please just join around and create all that? Times of God's zillion, right and wrong, good and bad, hot and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Now, one of the body processes that you can run on your pet is called exit stage left. So like the word exit, the stage, like a a, a stage that you play on, um, exit stage left. So you can just put your hands on the animal and just ask for all the exit stage left systems and then basically just say, just try and uncreate right and wrong, good and bad, pot and park, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond, or all this crazy stuff Susie said. And you just put your hands on the animal and you run that. Now, this is something that can really help the body to be able to disconnect from the being with greater ease. And so the whole process of dying in itself can be made very simple with that. Now, a lot of times when I suggest that to people or I ask them when they call me and they say, oh, my animal's been really sick and, you know, I feel like we're getting close. And I say, hey, have you run exit stage left? And people say, oh, no, 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 I haven't done that yet because I don't want them to die yet. Um, Well, stage left does not kill your animal. It will not make your animal die any faster if your animal is really at that moment of death or close to it, it can make it easier. If, um, you know, so, but like on my cat, I ran that for two years on and off and that didn't kill her. So it's not that this process will kill them faster, but if they are ready to go, it will make the process much, much easier. And, and even, like I said, I ran it on my cat for two years, but it really helped in the end because the process of the actual death was really kind of fast. So, And it wasn't a big drama for her and her body. So this can really be a process also where the animal could just fall asleep and not wake up. Um, there's all sorts of possibilities how this can play out. Um, but... Please run that process. Another process that can help the body a lot is the restoration of communion with earth. So restoration of communion with earth is another one. And usually, on um, again, you would just put your hands anywhere on the body, but it usually is run on the soles of the feet. Now, the interesting thing about that is that um, I've run that on my cat too, but a, t- a few days before she was actually dying, I was laying, I was asleep, and I woke up because my cat, and at this point she was over 20 years old, so she, her movements were not as fluid. And so it was a bit of a struggle for her to position herself in certain ways. And so I can, I woke up because she was sort of um, wiggling around, and she was trying to put feet into the palms of my hand. And um, it was really, that moment was so precious because I knew what she was asking for. So I positioned my hands on the soles of her feet and I ran restoration of communion with earth. So the animal also knows that you have this kind of energy available and they will make it 
they will they will allow you to do this. So even though the soles of the feet may not be something that normally your animal wants to be ta- to be you know have you touch them there, but um, if they require it and desire it, then they will offer that up for you. And if they don't, then just run it somewhere else. So please don't get hung up on the position of of this particular body process either. So everything that brought up, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, online shorts, boys and beyond. So um, one of the things also that uh, I recommend is sort of, you know, talk with your animal about what this could look like. And, you know, I often, when I help people with this, I ask them a lot of questions, you know, what would work for you? And often... Really often I get this, I I just wish they would just die overnight and I don't even know about it. Well, if this is something that is a request of yours that you don't want to be there next to them or you just want them to fall asleep and not wake up, you can really ask your animal to do that as well and just say, hey, you know, um, is it possible that you could do this for me? And then you can remind them that they know how to shut their body down. And so you can really remind them that they can slow down their heartbeat, they can slow down their breathing, they can slow down all of the systems in their body to really kind of slip out of their body with ease. And when you ask them to do that, um, then the other thing, you can ask them to do that overnight. Um, and then, you know, the only thing that I recommend is that you don't check on them every five minutes because you don't want to disrupt that process. Now, this is really, everybody is so different with all of this. And please look at what really would work for you. Other people really just want to be there with their animal. They want to be present. Um, that's what I ask my cat. I, I travel a lot and I ask her, hey, could we time this so that I'm home? I would really like to be present for this moment. Um, I've had her since she was a year old, so we've had a bit of a life together, you know, um, almost 20 years together. So um, I wanted to be there, and that was my choice. And so she timed it great. I mean, I was home for the event, so how does it get any better than that? So please, you know, um, see what works for you. What, What would actually be... Um, yeah, what if you if you could have it your way? How would you design it? How would you orchestrate it? And start to ask for that and see how you can basically um, support that in your kitty as well, or in your dog. I'm sorry, <laughs> kitty. No, I'm thinking about my cat. Sorry about that. So anyway, so everything again, everything that brought up. There's a lot of energy with all of this, and a lot of people don't even like to talk about this. But what if even talking about this would make it all easier for you? And if you don't want to talk to people about it, I would highly recommend actually you don't talk to people about it. But what if you talk to your pet about it? Uh, what if you started that conversation with your pet? And you can have that conversation out loud or you can have it in your head. But start having that conversation. And just be totally, brutally honest with you about all of this. So... Again, everything that is, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Times a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine short boys and beyond. So, um, yay, what else is there in the realm of this that I haven't talked about? Um, 
Hmm, I am having a moment here. I'm not sure what's going on. So I wonder what other what other part of this I didn't talk about or why it just completely took away my train of thought that I had before or my train of whatever I was on. Uh, it's no longer there. So, mm, 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 mm. well, one thing I'd like to say is that I've had quite a few radio shows about this topic and one of them was with my dear friend Marilyn Bradford and um, she had, uh, had just lost her cat not too long before that and she was having some thoughts on that too. So if you'd like to have some more information about this particular part of your animal's life, just um, on my website you will find all of my Blog Talk radio shows. They're all uh, free. You can all listen to them there and they're all under the archived radio show page. And there is one that's basically about uh, life and living. And so go in there. There's all the shows in there that talk about this particular area of of the stage of your animal's life. And, oh, yeah, so there's one other part that I would like to talk about is that oftentimes um, we're not really willing to uh, acknowledge this part of our animal's life. We are trying to avoid it for the most. So all the avoidance, all the places in which you don't really want to look at it because you don't want to deal with it, you don't really want to know much about it because it's too painful, because it's it's too traumatic, it's too um, too unknown for you. Will you please just join and create all of that? Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And again, I would like to challenge you by saying, is that even your point of view? And if it is not, will you please now return it all to sender with consciousness attached? Thank you. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And also everywhere where you are biomimetically mimicking everyone else's point of view about death and dying, will you please now destroy and create all of that? Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So if any of these last three clearings made you feel lighter, would you please con- reconsider all of this and maybe recognize that you are different and that you have a different point of view about this and that you may be handling this way differently than anyone else that you know. So everything that doesn't allow you to know that, perceive that, and be that, will you just try and uncreate it, please? Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because again, what if you really could have a totally different way of being here, a totally different way of handling all of that than anyone else has ever done? So everything that doesn't allow that, everything that doesn't allow you to know exactly how you would orchestrate all that, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So um, next week's show is actually about, uh, it's a pre-recorded show next week. It will air at the same time and I'm talking to a lady named Carol about her senior dog and some of the changes that um, she's going through with that. So um, that's an interesting one to listen to as well, to grab some of those clearings and become more aware of um, going through the stages of your dog getting older as well, which is also something that's not so easy to handle because, again, 
once your dog is getting to that space where they're getting older, then, of course, you automatically will start to inevitably think about their death. And so, again, what if we could change all of that? What if you could really enjoy every moment of your animal's life, even right to the time that they are leaving the planet? What if all of that could be joyful and easy and a celebration of life? rather than a destruction and a, um, the trauma of life, the trauma and drama of life. That's what I would like to invite you to. And guess what? That's actually what the animals would like to invite you to. All the animals on the planet would like to invite you to a different possibility with all of that. Would you be willing to follow suit? <laughs> so everything that doesn't allow that to be ease, joy, and glory for you, Will you please just join on created? Time to God's billion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope um, this gave you a couple of ideas of what might be a different possibility with all of that. I'm looking forward to having you again in two weeks live. And next week, please tune in for the pre-recorded show. Thank you so much, and um, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye-bye. Conversations with Dog. Mm-hmm.